2: And welcome back to
3: Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. we got a couple things going on this weekend. On Sunday, we're going to be doing a live reaction watch-along thing to Impact Slammiversary. It's their mm-hmm. 20-year anniversary show. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> So they sh- there should be some stuff. Is that where the reverse Battle royal is happening? Yes. Oh, nice. Okay, we've got to see that mess. Uh, and then on Saturday, uh, we're going to be at uh, Action Coast Wrestling here in Sacramento. We are. Uh, so it's on. Uh, you can get tickets on Eventbrite. If you want to come and hang out, watch the show, say hi to the friendos, come on out and say hi to the friendos. Say hey. Do that. Say, hey. Say, hey. Hey, I know you. Do the Leo uh, gif there. Uh, anyways, we got a, a beefy raw to talk about today. And, uh, and first, though, of course, uh, yesterday I reported on the uh, arrest of uh, Jeff Hardy on DUI charges. And there's more details now that have come out, including, uh, thanks to TMZ, the entire police video, dash cam mm-hmm. video of the actual um, arrest. Uh, so uh, uh, ESPN's Mark Ramondi tweeted this out: per the Florida Highway Patrol arrest report on Jeff Hardy, a white car was seen swerving and running off the the roadway Monday around twelve thirty a.m. when the officer made a traffic well, stop. Let's,
4: let's make a, 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 a comment here. This is during the day. Is
3: per the uh, uh, yeah, dashcam uh, video? I was like,
4: it's during the daylight hours. So this is past be twelve thirty p.m.
3: I would think so. Yeah, I was going to make that correction a little bit uh, because clearly the video <laughs> shows that there is a lot of cars on the freeway and a lot of this sunlight. is yes. a busy time during the day. This is yeah. I don't think this happened in Alaska when at twelve thirty sometimes during the year you can be. It's like really bright out there. Yes, because they have like two hours of night or something. Anyways, uh, so yeah, when the officer made he continues when the officer made a traffic stop and engaged Hardy, the wrestler seemed. Quote, to be in a stupor and confused, per the report. Once he left his car, Hardy was unsteady and smelled of alcohol. Officers, through conversation, learned Hardy had been drinking. Hardy could not complete any portion of sobriety exercises successfully or without risk of falling. The officer wrote in the report, Officers administered a breath test, and Hardy's first sample read a .294 blood alcohol content. A second sample read 0. 0.291. The legal limit to drive in Florida is nearly three times lower than that. It's a 0.08. Oof. So that's, I'm sorry, almost point, it's, it's almost it's quadruple. Four times. Yeah, it's yeah, almost four, four times. times. Yeah, He was blowing the legal limit. Yeah. So shortly
4: after news broke of the arrest advertising for uh, Wednesday's uh, tag, team, uh, tag team title ladder match between Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Young Bucks and the Hardys was pulled. And Dave Meltzer reports that, quote, while AEW has not said anything publicly, as of the time of Meltzer reporting that, that has since changed. Warner Media was told to stop all promotion to Jeff Hardy in any commercials or anywhere else immediately. They have stopped promoting the three-way ladder match for Wednesday and not sure if they will have a tag team title match with just the two teams or not. Another question regarding the main event of TripleMania on Saturday in Tijuana, which was to be the Hardys versus Dragon Lee and Drillistico. We haven't heard from anyone there regarding how they will handle that. Uh, earlier today, Tuesday, Jeff's brother, Matt, commented, tweeting, quote, It was disheartening to hear the news about my brother yesterday. Recovery isn't a linear process, and I'll continue doing whatever I can to help my brother be healthy. Being healthy and well is the most important thing for Jeff, his wife, his children, in our family at this time. And then shortly before we went live here on the show, uh, Tony Khan issued a statement on Jeff's arrest, which read, quote, we were able to resume contact with Jeff Hardy this afternoon. AEW does not condone Jeff's alleged behavior. We've made it clear to Jeff that we'll assist him in getting treatment for substance abuse issues, which he has indicated that he is open to receiving. In the interim, he is suspended without pay, and he can only return to AEW upon successfully completing treatment in maintaining his sobriety,
3: I would think we might find out later on today because I remember the initial report indicated that he'd be uh, uh, going to court to do the initial whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, today. So um, I'm sure maybe we'll find some more information about that later on in the day. We'll talk about that tomorrow if, if that is the case, if there's any more information. Mm-hmm. I mentioned this to you before the stream, man. There's sort of two things in, in my mind. This is my own take, and I, I, I don't have. A lot of exp- I don't have really any experience dealing with addiction personally it doesn't really run on my family or anything like that I do think it's a disease and I think that people mm-hmm. should get you know uh, treatment um, as opposed to incarceration if they have you know drug or alcohol issues um, on the other hand um, you get you gotta make some better decisions because it's not just his own health that's on the line here when you decide to drive somewhere that the the that this will present itself as an option. Um, clearly, once you've crossed a certain line, you're not going to make good decisions. Getting in a car is obviously one of these bad decisions. But I, I don't know what has to be done. This guy's got to be off the road. And if I'm not mistaken, he was already on a suspended license yeah. or or whatever. Like yeah, yeah, know, yeah, I don't think legally he was allowed to drive.
4: No, that was one of the charges that uh, was pressed against him. Yesterday yeah. when he was arrested was driving with a suspended or you know a, it's like th- whatever license. three
3: times in ten years I think was the yeah. was the actual charge um and i don't i don't I don't know what to do in that situation, but this was like you noted, this was daytime, tons of cars zooming by. how many families are out there, truck mm-hmm. drivers mm-hmm. who could get into an accident and then, and then who knows who there was a ton of like big rigs driving by yep. and once one of those goes crazy who knows how many other cars are going to be involved. Yeah. Somebody's going to get killed. It's not a matter of if if at this point, it's when with this guy. And yes, he needs to get help. He needs to get healthy. But on top of that, dude, somebody take his damn cars away, you know? Like I don't know how that works. I don't know what you can do. But, like, uh, well, there is man. an
4: apparatus, and I don't know, you know, the, the, the legalities of it, how effective it is. So, I'm just mentioning this because I know about it. I'm not necessarily advocating for it, per se, because I don't know enough about it. There is some sort of apparatus where you can install on in the car that's a breathalyzer, is my understanding. And if you blow past a certain point, like, the car won't start.
3: Yeah, but this has happened so many times. I know. It seems I know. like he's beyond any sort of thing. No, like- I know, but, but you're just saying, what can you do?
4: To prevent him from getting behind the wheel of a car, if that's uh, 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 an option that is uh, proven to be uh, uh, safe and uh, legal, then I guess that could be considered an option. I'm, again, I agree, I'm not but saying it's, it's not th- even
3: I'm, legal for him to have a license, though. Oh, I know <laughs> it's not even legal for him to be in a car.
4: Okay, Jorge D says that apparatus is very easy to take off. Larson, thank you. I don't know. I
3: know of it. I don't know anything else about it. I mean, I, I, yeah, there, there's, there's options. It's like, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. But, like, while you're sober, can't you make the decision not to get in the damn car? Or, or I, I don't know. But it's like, I'm, I'm worried about the people on the road at this point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, we yeah, said
4: yesterday, it's, it, there's no excuse uh, to get in the car inebriated. You know, you have so many yeah. options to get home or get where you're going safely. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, there's really no excuse getting behind the wheel of a car under the influence. There's no, yeah. there's no excuse for it. Yeah.
3: Yeah, dude. I mean, oh uh, wow. It, GT racer
4: mm. here says I don't know where the source is, but says the interlock device was in Jeff's car at the time of the arrest. Yeah,
3: I don't know, man. I don't know. It's uh, <sighs> you know, it'd be it'd be absolutely tragic, absolutely tragic if he if 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 this was the end of him if if he ended yeah, up dying because of it but like the amount of tragedy is sort of tenfold if somebody else has to pay the price that's my point i no, don't i don't
4: disagree with that that's that's
3: and that's that's the bottom line i don't know what you know what beyond that the details you know obviously you can get around any number of things if you want to get in a car and drive you're going to get in a car and drive yeah no no i do um and that needs to stop but uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's a bummer of a situation and I'm absolutely a thousand percent sympathetic to addiction issues. I absolutely Same. am. Same. But it's like, God damn, man, get get off the roadway. hmm Um so uh, hopefully he finds the help he needs. I'm I'm glad that, you know, Tony Khan issued this statement. It seems a pretty uh, a pretty firm one. Yeah. As well yeah. it should be. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's that's what we're gonna say about that. And then, uh, yeah, I guess uh, we'll talk about that more tomorrow if uh, if more if, stuff happens.
4: Exactly, exactly. Uh, let's talk about Raw, Steve. Um, so it was is it's, it's an interesting episode of Raw when the two weakest segments were the ones that open and close the show. Um, I thought everything else in between, by and large, was relatively entertaining. There were some really good matches. They gave most of the matches time to breathe. Seth Rollins and AJ Styles put on a damn clinic out there. Oh, they did. How about that Montez for jimmy Uso match? That was really good, too. Good stuff, um, huh? It's just I feel like it's, a, it's an error, kind of regardless of who the guest is, to open an episode of Raw with Miz TV. Because regardless of who the guest is, you're going to get five minutes of the Miz talking about himself. And you can see the crowd being hyped for the show, and by the time he was done talking, everybody was doing this arms crossed no yeah. reaction day you think he said yeah and then Heyman got kind of got him back into it because he's Paul Heyman he's really good but you, I don't know you I don't really feel like you kick off of the show with Ms. TV because it kind of sucks the
3: energy out of the room that's kind of Miz's thing he's kind of an energy vampire that's his gimmick <laughs> What a terrible gimmick! But you're spot on. See, that dude is an energy vampire. God, nobody cares about what he says when None. he talks. Uh, yeah, I. It's funny. I didn't. I kind of. When you texted me that, I kind of. Maybe. Honestly, maybe I just. I just tuned out because I didn't notice it as much as that. But I'm looking at your notes, and there's a lot that was said before Heyman says anything. I know, because
4: like it's it's the thing where he starts. He introduces Heyman, and then Heyman does you know, his own introduction. And then Miz is like, I want to talk about me cashing in Money in the Bank. I did it twice. And look, I've got a huge reality show now that did great numbers. And you know, he goes through the process of cashing in. And if they do it right and do it successfully, it, it, you know, and it happens 85% of the time successfully, and it's like
3: it's all stuff that we kind of know and doesn't yeah. enhance much of anything. Well, WWE's folly at at this point is assuming that new viewers are going to be tuning in and need to be caught up on stuff. This ain't the way to do it. No. Having energy vampire catch you, you know up how is you not do, the it. Way to do it.
4: How they do the Royal Rumble, they do that video package where they highlight all you know the salient statistics oh, that good, makes you yeah. really hype. Do yeah. the same little three minute video package for Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Bang! Yeah. You get you get the gimmick, you get the stats you want to get out there, and you do it in a fast paced, entertaining style with some B roll. You are like, oh wow, this 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 match seems like fun, and wow, it could really Alter the fortunes of, of 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 superstars and the entire course of WWE with one cashing.
3: Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm really excited about this. Having yeah. the Miz talk about Money in the Bank does absolutely nothing to get me excited about Money in the Bank. No, in fact, it scares me because I can't stand the idea of him having Money in the Bank because last time it sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, let's 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 pivot to this. We'll, we'll go through some of the negatives before we go through the positives because this is this was literally on our thumbnail last week and we had questions. Lark, Gosh. we had questions about. The Judgment Day, and and tonight we were promised a new direction for the Judgment Day, a new presentation, a new look. Um It's all the same. It's all the same.
4: The only difference, the only is, they difference is, is apparently they don't have a leader now. It's it's like the three of them are on equal it's footing. It's a triumvirate.
3: <laughs> yeah, a triad. It's a, it's a triad now. Um,
4: yeah. And the name's the same. The look's the same. I think the music was the same color palette's the same it's all purple what's it's changed? worse
3: it's worse it is it's worse. worse because at least with edge with edge you had the dynamic of what should have been the story over like a period of months him being the leader him saying one thing but not exercising that philosophy and his underlings being unhappy with that and eventually turning on him instead we got that in one shot last week and so now we're just left with three miller abouters you know it's like it's not like finn's leading this group or it's not even like Rhea's leading this group damien Priest sure shit ain't leading anything i would never look at him be like and, and listen to his promo and be like oh this guy's leading the group so they don't have a leader um, it's just it's just Rhea and, and Finn. They're, and they, they're not particularly intimidating. Finn joined no. this thing, and you think, oh, Prince Devitt, you know, like, oh, he's going to be a bad guy now. No, he's just, they stripped him, uh, they just sort of lobotomize him a little bit. He's still yeah. kind of just Finn, main roster Finn, who wants to smile, but he's a bad guy now. It's it's worse, somehow. It is. It is. Somehow they made it worse. They, they got to come up with a
4: different mission statement other than we're just tired of doing what the W universe wants us to
3: do. Yeah. Because I don't did think the thing where she called people stupid again and it's yeah, again lowbrow. Yeah. It
4: is. It's lowbrow and I don't find it terribly compelling um, in terms of uh, motivation. I, I just don't. Mm-hmm.
3: There's, it's noth- there's nothing interesting going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe that'll change. Maybe they'll maybe now that they're together They'll develop into something, but I get the feeling that if WWE backstage, if Creative wanted uh, a supernatural thing, if that's what they want, um, it's going to get worse. It's actually going to get worse. It's going to be more unbearable. We're going to be like, oh my God, they're starting off the second hour with a Judgment Day promo, and you know, it's going to be like, it's going to be, you know, the uh, three Colin Robinsons, not just the one. Yeah. Um, well, I four on Raw in total, if you to include The Miz. Right, yeah. Remember when Colin Robinson like got so there was so much he had so much soaked up so much energy. Yeah. <laughs> There's multiple Colin Robinsons. Yeah. yeah. That was a great idea. Oh episode. man.
1: You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you
0: Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your job's projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, All right, so like
3: you said, Raw started with Miz TV. You already brought up what Miz had said about cashing in oh, on contracts on and stuff. And on and on. Uh, so uh, uh, Paul Heyman talks about this Friday SmackDown episode. He says, uh, it annoys me a special counsel, and I went to WWE management to make the stakes even higher. So what are these uh, enhanced stakes? He's interrupted by Did Riddle. he get some Omaha stakes? Oh, man, that sounds amazing. He says, uh, well, it sounds decent. He says he could be yeah, hearing so. voices. He says, "Are you he, You could be hearing voices like your best bro, Orton. He, or he, he said, I could be hearing voices, but I thought I heard them say my name, so I wanted to come to the ring and hear this news first. He wants the scoop. So Miz tells Riddle, he's like, whoa, how dare you interrupt us? We demand respect. Eamon calms him down. Says, you know, you've got some set of balls on you. Riddle mentions Mrs. Balls from last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Says, Heyman doesn't say much for talking so much. He doesn't actually say much for talking so much. He says, uh, neither you nor Roman have any idea what I'm actually capable of. You guys don't know me that well. Uh, He says, the bloodline may have tried to end my career, may have actually ended Randy's career. He says, I don't care what stipulation Roman wants because he's going to have to kill me to stop me from taking that title. So Heyman says, blah, blah, blah. He got a lot of momentum, all in the name of Randy Orton. He says uh, the stipulation is basically, when you lose, can't go for the title again.
4: And that's So the, long as Roman has yeah. the belts, As long as Roman right, has the yeah, belt, exactly. Riddle can't challenge for it ever again. Which, yeah,
3: Which, yeah Riddle's not going to be the guy to take it off in a minute. Exactly. I mean, at, least, at least that does check his name off on potential suitors. For, uh, for being the guy to beat Roman, but we kind of figured he wasn't going to be the guy. Well, yeah, also, if if Roman
4: beats him, then, then Roman could to say, well, I beat you already. Next, you know? hmm Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that that was kind of an underwhelming uh, uh, stipulation anyways. And then uh, Heyman says, oh, we introduced introduce you to someone, Usos. Usos come down the ring. And then Street Profits come to ringside as well because Montez Ford and Jimmy Uso have a match Next. Uh, This is one of several matches they gave a lot of time to during the show, and it was great.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it absolutely was, man. Uh, Montez Ford, you and I have been advocating for a split of the Street Profits, uh, and simply because I think that the Street Profits are holding back Montez Ford, and maybe even Dawkins, I don't know. But when I see Montez Ford, I see a guy whose ceiling um, is much higher than, than what they've already accomplished in the Street Profits, which is quite a bit. They've been, you know, multiple time tag champions. Mm -hmm. They're a really fun act. They're over with the crowd. But I don't feel like they're developing all that much. They've there's been hints of heel turns maybe, which could add something to what they have, but I don't even think a heel turn, like even, you know, they do that, then where do you go from there? They need either a freshening up or my preference, split. And I think Montez Ford literally, you can't name anything he doesn't have. To to, to to be a successful, a wildly successful singles guy, but you gotta do it sooner than later because you know, people are getting it the longer you wait, the more perception the more it'd be difficult to get rid of the perception that he's just a tag team guy.
4: Yeah. 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 No, agreed. Um and anytime and every time Montez has a, a singles bout, knocks it out of the park.
3: He does. Every time. He really does. Yeah.
4: Uh, This match was a lot of fun. Uh, Down towards the finish, uh, Jimmy uh, hits pop-up, Samoa drop. Uh, Match goes out to the apron. Jimmy's looking for a suplex out there. He already hit one prior. Uh, Ford blocks that. Uh, uh, Ford ends up getting uh, pushed into the ring post. Jimmy's looking for a splash. Ford moves, so Jimmy jumps right into the post. Ford's looking for a superplex. Jimmy fights him off. Uh, Montez hits this awesome, like, Hurricane Rana. Uh, off the top rope, looking for a frog splash. Jimmy gets his knees up and then covers forward to get the win.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Seth Rollins interview, <clears throat> sit down interview where he talks about the the Cody stuff. He says, you know, last week what I said to Cody in the ring, I meant it. it was real and it was honest from the heart. He says, but Cody is a virus that's been plaguing WWE since WrestleMania. He says, sometimes you got to make tough decisions. And when nobody's on your side, you got to take matters into your own hands. He says, Cody was becoming a danger to WWE and a danger to himself, and he had brought up the the sledgehammer. Mm -hmm. Um, He says uh, he wanted to compete in Money in the Bank ladder match with a torn peck. He says, no, 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 no. He says, in my WWE, it's adapt or perish. Has been and always will be. He says, I have no remorse. I take pride in what I did last week. The American nightmare is over. Monday night, Rollins is back. He says, one of my finest moments is the greatest Money in the Bank cash-in of all time. And I was thinking, why not try to top it? He says, I expect a hell of a fight against AJ tonight, but AJ isn't on my level. He says, uh, he misses a killer instinct. And if he stands in my way, he might have to do to AJ exactly what I did to Cody Rhodes. And then AJ runs in, lays out Seth, and says, that's for Cody. Bullet club for, for, for life. They were never in bullet club together. Well, it's like a fraternity, Larson. <laughs>
4: Uh, then we got Dana Brooke for, uh, sorry, against Becky Lynch for the 24-7 title. Uh, but uh, before the you rings, Becky just lays out Dana, uh, ends up sticking her head under the hood of the announce table and then kicks it. Uh, calls for a mic. She says, I have a lot of anger and rage right now. This is never about the 24-7 title. You can keep that, Dana. This is about the disrespect that I've been shown week after week after I forged a path of greatness for everybody to follow, But they keep falling to the potholes, and they can't get out. But I keep climbing and climbing. And speaking of climbing, she looks at the Money in the Bank contracts. She says, I'm looking at the Money in the Bank contracts, and I was thinking that the last time I was in the Money in the Bank ladder match, I was robbed. I was cheated. But this time, it's different. This is my year. So then then she said, but enough about that. She turns her focus back to Dana. She's clearing off the announce table. Asuka comes down to ringside. They brawl. Asuka hits a bunch of strikes in the ring. German suplex. Becky rolls out of the ring, starts walking up the ramp. Alexa Bliss starts her entrance, and uh, she walks past Becky on the ramp, and Becky tells her, you're the one that robbed me last time. It was a ladder match. Later on, they actually showed footage of it when Becky was on the ladder, about to get the briefcase, and Alexa dumped the ladder over. Yup.
3: It's good promos. Good stuff. Yeah, no, Becky... I feel like people aren't really giving her enough credit for what she does because she's so, she is so far and away better than anybody else. Her promos are just absolutely really fantastic. good, and the crowd was chanting for her last night. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Very loudly. She needs. To, they really need to have her stop. Like she. It's not very often she does it, but every once in a while, when she gets in the ring, she has one of those long promos. She always tries to run down the crowd like they don't like her, mm-hmm. and it's like that's not the reality. The reality is the crowd. Lo- she is at that point. Where they just love her regardless. Mm-hmm. She's kind of always been there. This has yeah, yeah. always been a battle with her yeah. as a heel. Yeah. But it's like her work has just gone into overdrive lately. Ever since she's had like the the futuristic shades and yeah the cool, yeah yeah the the, the haircut and all that kind of stuff. Yeah yeah. Like she has been on such a streak ever since she's hit quote unquote rock bottom um, of her character work. It's it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. And it got me thinking. Like we can talk about this a little bit later, but it's it's where you want. It's honestly where you want every superstar to be. Like, the crowd will appreciate them regardless, you know?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And it's like, that's something they're going to need to figure out with Austin Theory at some point. Yeah. Because he ain't there. No. And, and I don't know, because they, they obviously want him to be a big, big deal. He's going to get through Lashley. He'll get through Cena. But, like, I don't know if anybody's going to – eventually they're going to want him to turn face. And I don't know if anybody's going to give a shit if when, when he does turn face if he keeps the trajectory that he's going on. No,
4: because I think it's, it's really a shame they didn't see what he was doing uh, in the way and just kind of yeah. carry that over because there was depth to his character in NXT. Mm-hmm, and I feel mm-hmm. like his character is, on the main roster is a little too one-note. It's one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. It is. It's not, no, it's it not enough depth to it. And so, like, Becky, your character has depth. Mm-hmm. You know, and people get into that. Yeah. Um, and it leads to more interesting stories. When when Theory's whole thing is just I'm gonna come out, uh, beat you up, take a selfie, I'm youngest US champ, I'm Vince's uh protege.
3: But there's arrogant, not much more to this, you know? Arrogant heel without a hint of irony. Yep. You know, it's like even when the way were being sort of bad guys and he was he was on board with that, it's like he there there was I'm not even gonna say there was so much going on there. It's just him bouncing off them, it was so entertaining. And it's like it didn't matter that they were bad guys. They were so they were so charismatic. They were so appealing. You could see the chemistry between mm-hmm. them, and people just like that. They buy into that. Mm-hmm. And him just solo doing the the one dimensional arrogant heel thing. It, it it doesn't work. And he can it's the good thing is. We're all kind of waiting for him to break through that and we know that he can. Like we know that he can. It's just is WWE and this is the thing that gets me about like what John Cena said especially when we did the when we yeah, watched yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah. It was he was he was glad to have that failure because it forced him to take some chances. Mm-hmm. And you and I both talked about is WWE environment right now. Does it allow people to take the chances that Austin Theory might have to take to break through to that level? I don't. That's know.
4: that's the que- that's a question that I don't know the answer to at this point. I yeah. mean, everything seems so micromanaged mm-hmm. um, there these days that it seems you go if off you step script. Out of place,
3: you might get yeah. exactly.
4: You're going to get punished, punished for it. Yeah. So if that's the case, and it's kind of you know apart from a handful of people who have the latitude to do kind of what they want to a degree. Outside of those few individuals, so yeah, it seems like if you don't go, don't do what. Even someone like, I go back to this a lot. Dean Ambrose, world champion, crowd love Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm, yeah. Even when he went to Vince, it's like, no, I, I can't. This isn't, this isn't me. This doesn't yeah. resonate. And it's not like Vince says, okay, let me hear what you got. He just said to, to, to Dean, this is who you are.
3: Yeah. You know what's crazy about that, too, is that you see how simple Mox is mm-hmm. and how effective he is with the crowd. Like, I'm not the biggest Mox fan in the world, but I absolutely recognize how much mm-hmm. he resonates with the crowd. And it's so simple. It's not even that much of a departure. It's just it's Dean Ambrose without the corny bullshit. Yep. You know, it's just Dean Ambrose taking up a couple notches of, of intensity. And it was all there. You can do that instead of the the goofy hats and, and the yeah, weird the giant, stories and the, 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 the giant doctor. margarita and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's weird that they just put all that stuff on him. Although the oh, bit
4: with the Mountie that that was funny.
3: <laughs> yes, it wasn't all bad. Because <laughs> whatever that, that
4: that that little clip of video pops up on Twitter where he and Daniel Bryan are about to start laughing, gosh, that's funny stuff.
0: God
3: because he is he he's got he's got good comedic timing. Oh, he does. No, he absolutely does. Yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry I, I took this wildly off. Anyways, the so anyway, next man.
4: we had tag match: Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan taking on Nikki Ash and Drew Winning team advances. Uh, to the Money of the Bank uh, ladder match. Uh, the winning team was Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan. Fun match. Uh, was this Edge? the
3: first time Nikki wore the, the, the black yeah. theme? That looked yeah, cool, yeah. man. Yeah, it did look cool. It's about time. <laughs> he turned heel how many months ago?
4: I know. Uh, then uh, Alexa ends up getting the pin on Nikki. Hits her with the DDT, so her and Liv are going to Money in the Bank.
3: Yep, yep. To join uh, Lacey Evans, is she the yep. only other uh, yep. quality? Yeah, okay. Uh, after that, we had Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel. Uh, Kevin Owens. I feel like this probably should have been the uh, the the pay per view match. To be honest with you, because it was better than the pay per view match. Even maybe though, they
4: didn't want the ending like this had at the pay per view though.
3: That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, so they just had him do a rematch here. So uh, yeah, Kevin Owens gets pissed off. Uh, he's pissed off at commentary most of this time. Uh, commentary says. So he ends up on the outside commentary says Ezekiel uh, instead of Elias. Kevin Owens loses shit. He gets on the commentary table, throws an absolute fit, gets counted out. He's obviously pissed off about that. Ezekiel grabs the mic, says, I'm not done with Kevin Owens, not by a long shot. He says, but I went in that. I want in on that money in the bank ladder match. I'm so zeked up. He says, but I've got some breaking news. He says, I reached out to my older brother, Elias. Uh, he's so excited about Money in the Bank that he's packing his guitar and he's coming to Raw next week, and he can't wait to remind the entire world. the WWE stands for Walk With Elias. So how are they going to handle this, man? I don't know. I mean, I imagine the uh,
4: first thing that popped in my head is that they'll have some old footage of Elias. Mm-hmm, sure. Either they could repurpose or something they haven't used. Mm-hmm. He'll do his, his concert. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ezekiel will be in the ring unless they could put some really convincing fake beard on Ezekiel to make you think he's Elias and then have Ezekiel, something pre-filmed on the Tron. There's no way they can have him in the ring at the same time unless they have an Elias impersonator.
3: Well, the fact they build it as an Elias rock concert makes me think it's got to happen either on stage or in the ring. In which case, I don't even need, know if the beard has to be all that convincing because we all know that it's simply Elias. They're the same person. And that could be the they joke done... is that
4: the, 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 the whole get up right. for, for for Elias is completely unforge- uh, uh, unconvincing, but everybody buys into it nonetheless.
3: Everybody buys into it except for Kevin Owens, and I mean, that's can... what has to be the through line. Yeah, yeah. Even if um, Kevin Owens comes and, like, rips the fake beard off Elias. Right, yeah. You know, Elias is going to have any number of reasons why, you know, he had the fake beard, and they're all going to be ridiculous. Yeah, I I am thoroughly entertained by this story. I marked out big time when he said Elias is coming back next week. I never thought I'd mark out for an Elias return. <laughs> so job well done. Yeah, uh, with me, anyways. Yeah, I, I I really want to know what they're going to do with
4: this. They've gotten a lot of mileage out of a storyline that in in in, in uh, involving other. It's fortuitous that the, t- the talents involved have been, oh yeah, obviously Elias, but Kevin Owens, yeah, because he's sure. done a hell of a job selling this whole storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most other people opposite Ezekiel slash Elias, this thing might have fallen flat.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely.
4: Kevin yeah. D- Owens has done a hell of a job selling this whole story, and then you get Gable and Otis in, the, in there involved too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got a lot of really good personalities involved in this that really
3: put this story over. Mm-hmm. um but yeah it, 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 recast it might not have worked i mean ryan rubik's cube here in chat has an idea that could actually come into play it says kevin owens is so strong he rips off all of elias's beard in one tug if if kevin owens rips his fake beard off and he sells it like he's in dire pain <laughs> you just rip my beard off. you know what they should really do then is
4: is have some i don't know if there's a contraption you could set up to do this that when he rips the beard off, like something like blood starts coming off the cheeks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's something to really sell like it. Yeah. yeah, maybe like uh, squirting, you know, like little pores or squirting blood right. out, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be funny.
4: Uh, yeah. After that, we had MVP versus Cedric Alexander. But first, MVP had a promo. He says Cedric's gotten on his last nerve. Cedric doesn't accept rejection very well, so much so that he injected himself in the handicap match at Helm Cell. He says uh, Cedric belongs with the bottom feeders, uh, while he and Moss belong up there, pointing to the contract at Money in the Bank. He says, he says all that Moss has to do is step on the first, maybe second rung of the ladder in the briefcase is his, and the contract is theirs. He's making it pretty clear the MVP is just using Moss for his own success. Um, he says, but once I dispense with Cedric, then we can focus our attention on the future, and that's Moss winning money in the bank. This match wasn't very long. Yeah. Uh, Cedric's going for a handspring. Moss kind of steps up as Cedric's approaching the ropes. Cedric puts on the brakes. MVP hits Cedric with the clothesline, elbow drop, and then hits his finisher to get the win. Yep. Um, After that, Cedric's gear looked great, though. Oh, it was amazing. He has great gear. He's had great gear for a long time.
3: He's always had great gear. He went away from the gold and black stuff, so he's firmly out of his mindset's out of hurt business. Yeah. Uh, And, uh, yeah, it looked great. So, hopefully, man, hopefully they do some cool stuff with him. I get the feeling that they're probably not going to do anything cool with him. but uh, but, Which is unfortunate uh, because Cedric's awesome. Oh yeah, he's great. Uh, after that, we had a couple of promos from AJ Styles and Seth Rollins hyping up their match. Uh, There's nothing really to write home about, but the match was the match was, oh, was absolutely phenomenal. so. Going phenomenal. into
4: this, like the, the 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 gist of AJ's promo is, well, Seth, you don't think I have the killer instinct? Well, I'm going to show you.
3: Mm-hmm, and yeah. so AJ
4: yeah. wrestled with urgency, mm-hmm, yeah, from the jump, from the opening bell. It was mm. just fast, 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 fast. This match did not let up for about 20 minutes. It started, yeah. what, about 10 before the hour? hmm And maybe it lasted, you know, 10 minutes, a uh, quarter after. hmm Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal stuff. Phenomenal stuff. Really good match. Yeah. Um, finish, saw AJ go up to the top rope. Uh, Seth le- leaps up. He's looking for a superplex. AJ escapes that. Seth, though, hits him with a buckle bomb. Looks for a frog splash, misses that. AJ's looking for Styles clash. Seth escapes. AJ tries it again. And so uh it reverses to a backdrop
3: and then Seth just ends up
4: sitting down on AJ for the cover and pins him that way.
3: Well the entire t- Seth had been targeting his knee. So yeah, yeah. like everything that AJ tried to do, whether it was a styles clash, Seth would start hit, punching mm-hmm. the knee, it gives out. And even the the finish here, that that roll through, or the roll up rather, um when AJ was out of it, he was kind of put, you know, blaming as he was selling his knee as mm. if, like, oh, I couldn't kick out because of that. Um, so, yeah, just a really well-told story, like you said. Didn't let up at all. Just two dudes who know exactly what they're doing and they do it better than anybody else. Yep, it's really good. Uh, after that, we had Riddle versus Champa with Miz on commentary. He was sort of, like, didn't really... <laughs> you know, I can't stand when they do this shit where, for some reason, Champa. Is just doing Mrs. Dirty work. But like there's no actual relationship there. It's like, why would he do that? No reason why. <laughs> there's like no, hey, this is my new this guy's gonna handle my dirty work. He's yeah, my exactly. new X Factor or exactly. something. It's just chances a guess? real
4: a real psycho killer,
3: so I'm gonna you know, again, using his old gimmick. I don't like getting dirty, but this guy does. Something like that, you exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, he Miz just feigns ignorance and is like, I don't know why he's doing this stuff. He just, he just is doing this. It's pretty lame because Champa is capable of so much more. I know, and it's not like it's like oh maybe that's maybe it'll reveal maybe you're not looking between lines. No, they're not gonna ever reveal that he's in his employ. <laughs> you know, I don't so I don't know why Champa would be doing this.
4: Doesn't make any sense, man. No, it doesn't. This is a good Anyways. enough match. It's a fun match. No, I like when Champo is working Riddle's toes. Yeah, that's all. He's grabbing cool. his toes and twisting his toes. Yeah, it makes total sense. Why doesn't totally everybody sense. do that? I mean, every once yeah. in a while, someone will stomp on Riddle's feet. Yeah, yeah. It makes yeah, all the sense in the world. That. Everybody should do that. Uh, in the end, though, uh is uh, looking for a fairy tale ending. Riddle blocks that.
3: Ripcord knee, floating bro, RKO oh, for the win. Yep. It's a fun match. Yeah, this is a good match, of course. Uh, after that, we had a Bianca Belair interview. She talks about you know being prepared for anything, looking forward to facing Rhea at Money in the Bank. She says she talks about their history, how uh, they were you know, sort, of, sort of had parallel paths, mutual respect. She said, but ever since Rhea's joined the Judgment Day, she's soulless, and her joining the Judgment Day is all about intimidating people. But a Money in the Bank's gonna know that Rhea, she's gonna show Rhea that she just doesn't talk the talk; she walks the walk. She's the EST. And she's going to walk out still champion. And then uh, nerdy The Judgment Day, all in suits, looking like, you know. Somebody on 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 Twitter said, like, Hot Topic employees. I was trying to think of something else because it didn't really scream Hot Topic. They were too well-dressed for Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they, they did look like retail employees, though. Yeah. I just can't place the spot. Is there some sort of goth version of Ulta, perhaps? yeah I know. makeup place I know, I know. yeah <laughs> oh man Goth Macy's I don't know anyways Rhea shows up on the Tron says Bianca's all talk we speak through our actions Finn speaks up says we're tired of playing nice and taking orders that's why we kicked out edge and then Priest says oh yeah uh, edge had a right idea when he started the judgment day but his actions contradicted his own mission statement He sealed his own fate. Now we're all equals. And then Rhea says, Bianca cares. Bianca cares what everybody thinks, and they're all just holding her back. How are they holding her back? She's the champion. She's dominant in every effort of hers. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. So uh, she says, uh, if Bianca stops listening to the WWE Universe, she'll have a better chance of retaining I mean, it's by this logic, when Rhea loses, shouldn't she see the light and understand that like Bianca's way is right, and she should be the one? Like she should leave really. Judgment Day, really?
4: But instead, double down. That's what's going to happen. She's going to double down on Judgment Day. Rhea yeah, is. I know
3: exactly. <laughs> used car sale. Is there a goth used car sales lot? That- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Whatever it is, it's goth. Uh, anyways, yeah. So she's gonna. She says she's gonna walk out Raw Women's Champion. Again. Yeah. Uh, then we go
4: backstage. Theory's is warming up. Uh, he has an interview. He's talking about how he's in the zone. His tan is right. And he's getting his pump on. Says He says, I'm on a different level these days. He says he's going to beat Lashley in this pose down. Lashley tried to embarrass him last week, but he is going to prove to Lashley that uh, he's not on my level and not worthy of a U.S. title shot. And he says, you know, in 20 years when they have a celebration for, for me, it's going to make John Cena's celebration look like nothing.
3: Oh boy, <clears throat> we shall see. What did he say? He also said he said his tan is right, his getting his pump right. Didn't he say his angles are right? Yeah, <laughs> angles are right. That's right. That's like a bodybuilding thing,
4: right? I would like, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that world enough to to know what that means, though. It did sound very specific. That's it did great. sound very specific. Yes. Yeah.
3: Uh, after that, we had a Chad Gable shoosh
4: versus Mustafa hey, Ali. Mustafa Ali has a great
3: shoosh. Yeah, he's got a good shoosh. And he knew it because
4: he made, it, he made himself
3: laugh. <laughs> unfortunately, he's got a terrible record coming back from from his walkout. And that's that's the thing, man. They just said, hey, uh, you got two and a half years in your contract. We're not letting you go. Come back, eat a bunch of losses. But you'll be on TV and you'll make some money. That was a conversation, wasn't maybe. it? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> hey, kid. Hey, kid. You're probably running out of money, aren't you?
4: Or, <laughs> I, you know, maybe there's a situation. Again, speculation.
3: Like, oh yeah, all this is, yeah.
4: Hey, we'll freeze your deal while you're not here. So you think you have two years left? Uh-uh. You know? Yeah. You could, could have three years left or whatever, four years left if you don't come. Yeah. He's like, fine, I just want to get out of here. Yeah, bite the bullet.
3: Hey, he's on TV a lot. He's eating a yeah. lot of losses, but he's on TV He's on
4: lot. TV. At least we get to enjoy him wrestle. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Because he is, yeah, he's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Took the L here. Uh, oh, that chaos uh, theory from Chad Gable is
4: amazing. Yeah, that was that was really great. Yeah, amazing. Uh, yeah. And got... I mean,
3: there was there was there was Otis interference here. So yeah, you know, it's yeah, not yeah. It's like, yeah. not like most of Ali looked terrible. I mean,
4: they're kind of doing a story with Ali. Within every feud, every match, he's outnumbered. You know, he's facing uh, incredible odds against them.
3: You put him and Cedric together as a tag team. Cedric oh. wants to wants the best of seven with them. Do it. I know Do it The heart and no. soul of 205 Live 20 man. minutes on Raw special, Less- guest re- special guest referee That little guy who used to be the logo for 205 There you 205 go 205 guy Yeah Less Miz TV
4: More Ali versus Cedric I know Please Oh that'd be great Please be Awesome uh, Then we had Rey Mysterio versus Veer Mahan uh, I was expecting some sort of wonky finish here But no Veer just beat Ray Mysterio clean On episode yeah. Of Raw Yeah oh, Yeah Oh yeah that was yeah Yeah, I mean, Ray tried his best. He rammed Veer into the post. Yeah. Uh, And then Veer just gets up and clotheslines Tom and throws from the timekeeper's area. Uh, Ray looks for a crossbody. Veer catches him, hits a backbreaker, cervical clutch, Ray taps.
3: That backbreaker was gnarly because I'm pretty sure somehow the backbreaker ended up like just a facebreaker, I think. It was a facebreaker, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I went back and I was like, oh, fuck. Was that a mistake? Was that a, I don't know if it was a botch. It was messy. I don't know what you want to call it, but God damn it. Even commentary. Ray's don't. face just ate knee. Yeah, even commentary <laughs> was talking
4: about how Ray's the face took the brunt of that. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, then we had our main event segment. We had this pose down between Theory and Bobby Lashley. Um, okay,
3: so look, we talked about this a little bit, I think, before even the pre-show. We did. There is there's a there's a there's definitely a lot of negative here cuz straight up this is dog shit. It was dog right? shit segment. It was horrible. There is a positive aspect to this. And that is we wanted them to feature in the absence of the world title, elevate the US title. Bob Lashley and John Cena do that and they've recognized regardless of the creative behind it is dog shit The U.S. title was in the main event segment. They're treating the title like a main event segment, albeit with the dog shit creative. I'll toss this counter out there to that because I don't disagree. I mean, it's good
4: to put emphasis on all your championships and make them all seem important and make them seem valuable because it makes sense while people want them. That being said, it's one thing to put a mid-card title in a position of emphasis, main event segment. Mm -hmm, Yeah at the same time and 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 maybe this is wb maybe i'm asking for too much you probably are yes where you put the u.s title in the main event segment however if you do a dog shit segment from a creative standpoint yes you're placing emphasis on it but also you're kind of shining a brighter spotlight on your on the dog shit segment you know what i mean arguably the two most important parts of any wrestling show are the opening segment and the end, your first impression, your last impression. Um, and if you want to send people home with the idea that yes, the U S title is important. You get halfway there by putting the main event, but also when you kind of do a dog shit segment, I kind of feel like, well, they care. They want us to care, but only to a degree, because if, if, you want us to really care then
3: give us good creative with interesting story, and then I'll actually care. Yeah, but they think this is good creative with interesting story. They think that. That oh, was bad. <laughs> Baby oil no, I, to I the did, eyes. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. But I, I guess my my only point here is, and honestly, I'm I'm basically just sort of having the conversation because I agree this this wasn't good. Although, god damn it, Bobby Lashley is fucking jacked. Oh yeah. But you know, look, and he look, looks like he's having fun doing this he too. Is. I but appreciate you go back, that. You go back to
4: uh, Lashley and Apollo Crews had a, a pose off. Yeah, and that segment was a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, because Apollo Cruz is uh, he was more interesting than than Theory is.
4: I know. Um, like there was there uh, Austin Theory had an opportunity to do something with this. He had the the the, he the headset mic. Yeah, and, and he could have really went like overboard with the. With like the 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 kind of like the personal trainer vibe as he was posing and stuff, and he didn't do it,
3: dude. I this speaks to what we talked about earlier. Yeah, when he's been on commentary, it's like he's gun shy. Mm -hmm. He is he is not willing to take any risks with his improv, and maybe he's just not good at improv. But we've seen him in the way Mm -hmm. be I think good on the spot doing improv, maybe because so. he understood that character and what he was supposed to do. What? Maybe he simply doesn't understand what the hell this is supposed to be.
4: That could be, but I'll, I also wonder, too, if the environment in NXT fosters that kind of creativity, whereas the, that could the, be. the environment main roster squashes that kind of creativity. You, He yeah. probably as a producer saying, all right, go out there, do this, 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 and this. And it's that's with a, the understanding a, yeah. that is if you go out there and you do this, 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 and this, and
3: that's it. That's a good point. I mean, Pierce is out, but we know, look, man, we know you're not going to get anywhere unless you take a risk. You're the US champion. You are the US champion. You've got John Cena on the agenda. So there's only so much they can do to you at this point. Take a risk. When Pierce says, "Get out of here, you're going to be suspended or I'm or I'm going to I'm going to disqualify yeah, you," is yeah. what he said. When he says that as a performer, improv a little bit give you give him a little get, get the last word in get a little aside in yeah and 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 maybe in advance of this segment find somebody who who can who can give you some pointers on hey maybe throw this out there go to you know who you' should talk to Kevin Owens you should because if this was Kevin Owens with that little head because you're absolutely right if Kevin Owens had that little microphone oh my God the level of gold or a Chad Gable the gold that would be coming from his mouth I know would it'd be priceless?
4: It really would be. It really would be. And if if they do the feud with Cena at SummerSlam, Theory, oh gonna get my God, he's going to be the eaten mic.
3: alive. And Cena destroyed. won't give a shit. He will come in, he will improv him into the ground, and walk out and go be peacemaker and Every, not give a shit. And he'll lose the match too. And it won't <laughs> matter because everybody remember
4: when he gave Austin Theory cry face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It won't matter. The results of the yeah. match won't matter when he goes out and embarrasses theory segment after segment
3: on the mic. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Result of the match doesn't matter at that point. Lashley didn't need to say anything to embarrass no. him. No. He just did he just did the pose off and he was laughing his way through the entire thing. You're right, dude. They gave him a mic, and I guarantee you here's the thing. This is the thing that we know about Vince McMahon is that, yeah, he's wildly unpredictable. He likes the chaos, right? Because he's fucking weird. But if you take a chance and you knock it out of the park, oh, he'll be your biggest fan. You just have no idea if he's going to appreciate what you do. Well, that's the thing. You don't know what in his mind is knocking
4: it out of the park. You could do something that you think is great, brilliant, creative, creatively, and everybody around, you can think,
3: oh, man, that was really good. And you yeah. go up to Vince. It's like, hey, what would you think? Oh, that was dog shit, pal. God damn it. You know what though? Wouldn't you, I, you? You gotta. You gotta trust your instincts. You cannot rely on them. This has been. This is the story time and time again. Every interview we've heard on uh, oral sessions, or I guess this is the sessions now. Uh, Tagus Jericho. Every X WWE guy. Um. You. You gotta. You gotta try because they're not going to get you there. You mm-hmm. have to you have to put yourself out there. And I understand as a young guy in a in a prominent spot who's going to have that Cena match, you probably just want to do what they say. But man, you you got to keep on talking. You got to talk talk talk. Kevin Owens does it and he's brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I know he's been doing it a lot longer than Austin Theory. And maybe it'll take a lot of time, but if you don't, you're going to be the guy that they're going to give up on.
4: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I know it's kind of a catch twenty two because unless you're, it is because you know Kevin Owens is he's been doing that his whole career.
3: Walking and into Vince WWE, loves him. he yeah
4: he knew how to do that and he would mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. And and so that was part of the package they brought in mm-hmm. to NXT and brought up to the main roster. Mm-hmm. But you know if you're not used to that or if you don't if that's not part of your arsenal when you get it brought up to main. Mm-hmm. And you're not kind of given that latitude right away yeah Yeah. I can understand especially in in an environment that has reputation for uh, reprisal if you get out if you get out of line or go off script Mm -hmm. I can understand but like at first you know you're hesitant to to go off script and maybe if you do a little bit it's just you know little things
3: you know, sometimes know. little little things is all it takes. Like you oh, said, definitely. he had a live mic that entire time. I barely heard anything from. him. You know, he was he was he was given Lashley a little bit of shit, but there was nothing that was clever about it. There was nothing that was interesting. There was nothing that showed any dimension. Yeah, Lashley was having a blast though, and the crowd was eat- the crowd was the crowd was actually pretty good last night. The crowd was. was eating that shit up. Yeah, um, because they're all waiting for. Uh, so we'll, we'll just run down the segment. I mean, it was it was it was a pose off. Adam Pierce is in there. He goes over the rules and he's being pretty strict about it. They do each do three poses. <laughs> I was wondering if they were running short on time. And that's why he was like, come on, Theory, get to it. Well, that could be because uh, Theory starts laying into Pierce, says, oh, this is my show. This is my pose off. You've already botched it. And Pierce says, get on the podium now or I'm going to DQ him. And part of me wonders, okay, is this Pierce trying to stick to hearing from the back, hey, we're short on time. You need to keep this. You know, you're kind of in control of the segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is there any chance this is Vince saying, "Hey, shut him down and see how he responds"? And I have no idea. I have no clue. I don't know. Wouldn't shock me. Yeah, probably yeah, just knows? a time thing. I don't know. That's what. Anyways, I it was. Uh so yeah, uh, Pierce tells him, "Get on the, get him on, get on the podium, or I'm going to DQ you." Theory does. He does his poses. Crowd's like kind of meh on it. Although he is impressive. He's a jacked dude. Yeah, he is jacked. Uh, uh, Lashley then tells theory. He says, you know, you brought this on yourself. You're going to get dealt. I'm going to beat you tonight in this pose off. Then I'm going to beat you in the ring for the U.S. title. Lashley gets on the podium, does his podium. Oh, He's immaculate. Man. God damn it. The vascularity. The vascularity. Woo. Oh, it's so. The so striations. Good. Striations. The angles. The angles. Yes. A side uh, chest pose. Yeah. Oh, man. It's beautiful. Oof. It's beautiful. Oof. Muscle upon muscle. Uh, Pierce then pulls the crowd. Uh, theory's like, hey, you know, shut your mouth. I'm going to pull the crowd. Ask if I won. They say no. Or Lashley. They say uh, affirmative. And then Pierce declares Lashley the winner. Even like there was nothing like theory polling the crowd. There was nothing. He wasn't even like really trying to swing it. His way. There just should have been more there. Um, and then uh, Theory says, Lashley, there's one more pose. He squirts baby oil in Lashley's face to blind him. And then he drop kicks him. Theory drop kicks uh, uh, Lashley to the floor. <sighs> so, yeah. Baby oil. Yeah. yeah, baby oil. You know, it was a dog shit segment, but I think everything we just discussed. I don't think it had to be. Even even the way it was it was scripted, I don't think it had to be if Austin Theory brought a little bit more, if he brought some improv to it. I thought that any segment can be can be saved by the talent. Well, on about any segment. I mean, yeah. Bobby Lashley's sisters. Daily, <laughs> <laughs> this is if, your life. Hey, if the <laughs> sisters were Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn and Chad Gable, that could have been saved. <laughs> Bailey, this is your life. Yeah, sometimes they just write that shit into the ground, don't they? Yeah, yeah. there's just sometimes but, there's hey, just bad segments. I think I think there was enough that was open for improv here that it could have been. It, there could have been moments where we're like, oh, this was this was pretty funny. Yeah, was just scripted better. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just need that good improv. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Let's go ahead and answer some questions. Yeah, let's answer some questions here. On the Patreon, Patreon patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, the uh, the voting is now open for Samoa Joe and the Numbers Don't Lie. It's our Thursday bonus show. Later on today, we've got an episode of Overrun, our bonus going in raw episode. No say, senor. I'll figure that out uh, while this is exporting, perhaps. Hmm. Also, if you can't make the show live, we have a question thread on the Patreon. Uh, first up, Dwayne Nix asks: With Seth Rollins being the first wrestler to qualify for Men's Money in the Bank on a scale of one to ten, how likely is it Seth actually wins the briefcase? So, Seth talks about wanting to have the greatest cash in in history. I think Cody is somehow, some way, going to spoil that. Um, so, I think part of that story could include perhaps Seth winning Money in the Bank. I, I wouldn't give him a one shot. I wouldn't give him a one. In terms of power ranking who I think it will be, I think that Cody, Drew, and Orton, given that they all have – well, sorry, Drew and Orton both have matches that are penciled in, I guess, right now, Clash of the Castle and SummerSlam.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
3: those are probably higher possibilities than yeah, Seth. more likely, yeah. Then I'd put Cody and Seth in there. But as far as whoever the other two are – I don't think, I don't think, I don't know who they're going to be. Kevin Owens will probably be one.
4: Well, I mean, yeah, they're, they're they'll probably have a qualifying match between Owens and mm-hmm. Ezekiel. And
3: Ezekiel, in which case Owens is going to win that. Yeah. Um, cause they'll want him and Money in the Bank over Ezekiel. And I don't think Kevin Owens is going to win Money in the Bank.
4: Yeah, probably not. I'd love for it to happen, but I doubt it would uh cornbread haas here with an interesting question if eric bischoff went back in time and told the young eric bischoff the full history of
3: wcw would wcw have still signed hogan i think a thousand percent yes yeah oh yeah absolutely and i think they would have signed him to that 1998 deal i don't think eric bischoff ever thought hogan was the problem i don't even really think hogan was the problem i think the problem was they tried to bite off two more much more he seemed to really regret signing on to thunder thunder seemed to be a big pain in the ass um and uh, and yeah, he just seemed to burn himself out um, on all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah, a lot of signs point to Russo being just an absolutely terrible hire. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. But I I think I don't know. I, I my, me personally, I think that WCW also. I mean, one of the problems with Hogan is that. He was kind of he was a glass ceiling for young talent to come mm-hmm. up. Like honestly, by ninety nine, you said you should have seen guys like Raven stay in the company, be happy in the company, and elevate to a main event scene. Yep. Jericho, you should have made him happy, elevate him to the main event scene. Keep Goldberg around. Um build for the future know, while utilizing the talent you have at present. Yeah. You know, Ray, Eddie, Benoit, you know, those guys. Should never have been so unhappy. They left. Benoit was champion when he left. You know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they they should have elevated their 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 Booker T. Um, you know the young and DDP, <laughs> the youthful DDP. Yes. Scott Steiner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they really <laughs> didn't newcomer for Scott Steiner.
4: Newcomer Scott Steiner. Uh, you know? White Brownie. So far, looking at the current Women's Money of the Bank lineup, who would you say is a favorite to win it? It's got to be Lacey Evans at this point. Oh, God. Between Lacey, Dude. Alexa Bliss, and Liv Morgan?
3: Lacey might be, yeah. That, yeah. Right now, between those three, it's Lacey, yeah. But then I don't know who the other two spots are going to go to, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, Alex Foster says, since Ollie and Cedric are both going through slumps, would it be a cool idea to have a match or two before deciding to finally become an official tag team? Yeah, sure. Or just yeah. feud, be a tag team, whatever. They should be a team. Yeah
4: yes yeah uh i'm just trying to do something here it says kevin owens rip off multiple fake beards off of elias so that's a good idea
3: oh that'd be good
4: Rip off one beard another beard underneath
3: again and again, idea. and again and again yeah uh mondo asks uh now because of the stipulation for riddle on the friday match uh do you think that hints at him winning money in the bank as a way to get around that or it would be more interesting to have Orton win money in the bank and set it up so that Riddle has ulterior motives for wanting Randy to cash in. I think Riddle, I think the stipulation is just to get Riddle out of the way as a you know, as a multiple month feud, yeah. Yeah. you know. He's yeah. going to lose. Uh
4: with, you know, yeah, Roman will win with the Usos' help, but since the stipulations in place.
3: Nothing now for that, might, to do. that might that might give Orton some motivation to come back and win money in the bank. Mm -hmm. If they beat the shit out of him, if they cheat him out of his title shot and then beat the shit out of him afterwards. Yeah. I could see that being the case. Yep. Definitely. Um, Cameron Bartolazzo says, uh, do you think so? Do we know? So right now he's talking about the, he says Raw was pretty mad last night. He's got an AEW question. Somebody going to replace the Hardys in the ladder match tomorrow. Um, Don't know that match has been pulled from their official preview as yeah. of yesterday. Yeah. So who knows what they'll do in its stead? Obviously, uh, Hardys are not going to factor into any equation for a little while.
4: No, no. I mean, outside of of Jeff seeking treatment, mm-hmm. um, he's got the legal aspect of things that need to play out before I'd expect him back on TV. Yeah. yeah and in the way Tony Khan's statement was phrased, it's not like you get through treatment; you establish. Mm -hmm. sobriety and then we'll think about bringing you back in you know Mm -hmm. like get through treatment and then some and then we'll bring you back that's kind of the gist of how i read it but i guess you know it could be interpreted different ways
3: yeah uh ty moore asks who do you think theory will drop the u.s title to uh blake whitehouse thinks it's gonna be bobby because he doesn't feel theory needs that title when it comes to cena um i think cena versus theory for the u.s title is a good. I think that I think the U.S. title is especially considering John maybe not, but considering John Cena's history with yeah. the U.S.
4: title, yeah. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think the title is, I think the title stays on Theory. I think they're going to try to build him up and uh, see where he goes.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh Nikaiel asks, which two wrestlers from NXT would you like to see get called up to join the New Judgment Day? Von Wagner.
3: He fits wow, so perfectly. That's good. That's good. Yeah, Von and, Wagner and then Joe Gacy. <laughs> God, you just dump all the trash into one freaking crew. I love it. And you just see Ree and Finn there just like, oh man, what have we gotten ourselves into? I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> uh Rob Conway guys he says, I just saw a video of Kevin Ash with all the pyro behind him. Yeah, I saw that video too. He says, "Who has your favorite pyro in wrestling history?"
4: Oh, my favorite is the deadlies because when we were at SummerSlam 2016, and I their and their pants. and their pyro went off. Yeah, Steve just about pooped his pants.
3: Oh, oh, he's gonna need he's gonna need some depends. I love that Pat McAfee. Every episode, even his last one. Who was yep. it? He said he just had to, he had to go through two pairs of depends. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember who it was, but I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah.
4: Uh, yeah, I forget Blake Whitehouse if the rock is facing Roman at WrestleMania does that mean he's winning the rumble so he doesn't need to well I mean if but if Roman has both
3: belts yeah I know that is sort of a thing like does he yeah, has the rock, to. He probably has to right because whoever wins the rumble gets the WrestleMania match so long as Roman has both belts then yeah rock has to win the rumble he'll come out at 29 or
4: 30 close the line a couple people out win the win the rumble
3: I think you're probably, yeah, he's, he has to. He it. has to,
4: unless someone else wins the Rumble. Rock comes back says, I want the match against Rumble. And that person puts their Mania spot on the line for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> for an opportunity to beat the Rock. But then the Rock wins, he goes to Mania, and whoever won the Rumble gets nothing.
3: Yeah. But I don't know why anybody would ever put their,
4: their Mania main event
3: spot on the line. What do you do if the Rock says, hey, you got me for one match, that's Mania? What do you do with the rumble I mean, you got to tell The Rock. Rock. What about the Rumble? Then you got to pose that question. This is what
4: you could do. This is what
3: you could do. You have Roman
4: face, the Rumble winner, night one. Mm -hmm. Winner of that match faces The Rock, night two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you'd have to do. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, it's a triple threat, but that's not what they want, you know. Mm -mm. No, no, no. no. I don't want that.
3: <laughs> oh, breaking news. No level up review from the Enforcer this All right. week. All right. He says three matches of nothing. I can't squeeze three minutes out of that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Don't blame you. Nope. Uh let's see here. Um uh, Wow. Uh Luis Areza says, How would you turn WWE's current Factions not for the better but for the worse? Is he talking oh. about judgment day?
4: Yeah, make them all members of Judgment Day. Yeah, okay. Just expand Judgment Day.
3: Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna read the question like this. How would you make Judgment Day worse? <laughs> I mean you can bring up <laughs> Von Wagner and Joe Gacy. <laughs> I feel like man. So I feel like that would make them better in terms of the entertainment value and how bad that is i don't know i haven't seen a lot of entertainment value in anything
4: joe gacy's been doing how
3: do you make them more insufferable
4: um you had von wagner and gacy but everything they're involved in is a 24 7
3: division that's it oh wow i say you have them feud with the miz you just put all that trash in one segment but you make that segment like 20 minutes every week that would be the thing. It's like they get a 30-minute promo every week. You know, that would cut 20 minutes off watching Raw. I wouldn't watch that. Yeah. I would just stop it, say, I, don't, I know it's my job. I don't care. I don't want to do it. But yeah, yeah. in the notes it would say Judgment Day promo. That'd be it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'd draw the line. Yeah. Not doing it. We just have the Enforcer review that segment every week. There we go. Judgment Day. <laughs> Enforcer's Judgment Day review. <laughs>
4: not, not the Terminator movie, obviously. The right, Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. There you go, Forrest, For No more level up reviews. You just review Judgment Day pros. from here exactly, on. Out. Exactly.
3: Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, that's gonna do it for us. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh tomorrow night we'll be back with our tomorrow, wait, what are we doing? Tomorrow night It's dynamite. Tomorrow night is dynamite. And then Thursday and smash NXT. Zone. Yes. Thursday smash zone. When are we dropping count out? Is that going down? Is that happening? Tomorrow, tomorrow yeah, during the day. Okay. Yeah, we're I'll gonna have a new count out for you guys tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Recording it later today, and it'll be up either first
4: thing in the morning or at some point in the morning.
3: Oh, Enforcer is drawing the line. He says no. He says, fuck that. I'll squeeze three minutes out of Level Up then. <laughs> you don't have to do either, Enforcer. <laughs> too late, Enforcer. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. You're in it. All right, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Stone Carl Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald here to tell you to go support Going In Ron Frendo Friendo Club at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. They got bonus episodes and free audio, a weekly newsletter rounding up the weekend wrestling news, and a
2: bunch more. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Go support or get it with a stutter. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why.
1: I thought it was an eco move